Alright guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to uh, listen or watch the second pod session, which is what these are, um, as part of the greater collective of In Your Ears with Matt Ross, which is all my audio content. Guys, a huge thank you for tuning in, whether you are consuming this on SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook. I think we now are live on Hot Radio as well. We are live on Spotify. We're loud on, live on SoundCloud. We're literally live everywhere, which is very, very exciting. Um, YouTube as well. Uh, for those of you that are viewing this as opposed to listening to this, I want to say a huge thank you for taking your time out of your day to give this a listen um, or just overall just to consume it. It means a lot. Today we are discussing goals. I just got back from Montague, which is a tiny little town out in the Western Cape of South Africa. And it gave me a lot of time um, of this birthday week, so to speak, uh, just to reflect on like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I doing what I'm doing? What is the purpose of all of it? And the one thing that was kind of resonating or sticking uh, throughout the entire trip was like this idea of goals, like why we do what we do and uh, how to formulate a goal, how to continue with a goal, how to, um, excuse me, proceed with one, how to create steps to achieve it, how to not get demotivated, all these sort of things was what was like going on in my mind. Always drinking coffee. If there's a corporate sponsor who wants to sponsor me coffee for the <laughs> for the podcast, let me know. Um, Nobody in all seriousness. So I'd like to chat to you guys about goals today. I also sent out on Instagram and Facebook stories yesterday asking if you guys have any questions pertaining to goals to send those in to me and we'll cover some of those today. So a big thank you to those of you who did uh, send those in. I've got a page with me here and we'll be going through some of them in a little bit. So I think overall, look, what is the relevance of having a goal? Why the hell should you take time to set up one or establish one? For me personally, a goal should be who you are. It should be why you are doing what you are doing. Whoever you are, whatever you care about, that needs to become your goal. And I spoke on this in the last episode, but it's important to remember or if you're struggling to find what your goal should be in life or or your purpose, because purpose directly correlates to what your goal is. If you've got a purpose, then that tends to be your goal is a nice method for doing this as dark and as maybe morbid as you might consider this to be, is to imagine yourself lying on your deathbed and consider yourself at the point of just before dying. And when you think about what you would regret in that moment, uh, not having done, that right there becomes your purpose for life. So for me personally, I'll touch on this again in this episode now, um, for me personally, the only two things I regret when I think of that is not having traveled the world and is not having inspired people to do the shit that they love, whatever that happens to be. Um, And so it is with that in mind that all my actions, all the content I put out online, every single day I wake up, those are the two things that motivate me. Now, I can't tell you whoever is listening or consuming this, what your goal should be. But what I can urge you to do is to get yourself into a quiet room like I am now um, or go to a park where you're you're not disturbed. Let your friends and family know, hey, look, you're just logging off uh, offline for a little bit um, and you just need some you time. And then go and assess what matters to you. What would you regret if you were lying on your deathbed? Figure out what the fuck that is because without knowing what your purpose is, why are you doing what you were doing? then you're going to be subjected um, to external forces and you're going to be um, controlled or influenced to do what you think should be your goal and not rather what is 
important for you to do because it's important for you. And the only way to do that is to get a bit of quiet and a bit of uh, solitude to be able to consider that and think about it. Um, so I hope that makes sense. That's how I would encourage you to figure out uh, what your goal is. Get into a quiet place, assess what matters to you, and then find out whatever it is. That then becomes your goal. Now, now look, I'm not to say that on a day-to-day -day basis, your goal won't change. For example, right now, I'm trying to push uh, to grow my Instagram following to 10,000, but that's not my macro. That's not my lifetime goal. My lifetime goal are those two things um, that I mentioned previously. Um, look, I think that having a goal is super important. It gives you reasoning for doing what you're doing because ultimately, every single one of us, uh, regardless of your belief system, regardless of your economic situation, regardless of where you are currently, every single one of us is going to die. There's going to come a point where you are going to keel over, your heart is going to stop beating, you're going to have a stroke, you're going to get hit by a car, something is going to happen. Um, I don't hope that for anybody uh, to, to get hit by a car, let me just include that in there, but something is going to happen and your life is going to end. Your time is limited on this planet and having a goal provides purpose and I think that often when you're starting to feel down or depressed, and I say that in a very light way, I don't I don't take depression lightly. Um, and if you are having those sort of feelings and you need to go and get that uh, clinically sorted out. Um, but if you're just feeling like you don't have direction or purpose, a goal is very, very important for that because it gives you, it gives you that exact thing. It gives you why the fuck are you doing what you're doing. And so I think it's very, very, very important um, for all of us to have a goal, to have uh, something we're working towards. Um, Anna sent in a question. Uh, she's one of the mat attackers. For those of you that are new to this platform, anybody who consumes my content is called a mat attacker. Um, she said, look, how do you get the motivation to go to the gym daily? And I wanted to start with this question having been submitted because I think it's an important point and it's a fundamental on how I think about life and how I think about everything. Um, my determination and my resilience to go to gym every single day and I think at the time of recording this I've been to the gym or I've worked out at a hotel or on my own or in the room or some way I've done some physical workout every single day without a day being missed consecutively no days off for like 970 or 980 days um with absolutely no days off at all and in order to do that you need to have some form of of reasoning or motivation to do it. And I think for me, it stems from a point of uh, one, my binary way that I am, my genetics, the way I'm built. Um, and the second thing is gratitude. Now, let me speak of the, the genetics or the, the binary thing. For me, it's like, if I'm going to do something like this podcast, if I'm going to do it, I'm either going to do it all the time or I'm not going to do it at all. And the same thing goes for my uh, my workouts and my, my training regime. I'm either going to do it every single day or I'm going to not do it at all. Uh, and that's just the way I am. I'm like a black and white or a, a yes or a no or an in or an out kind of guy. There's no maybes or gray area when it comes to, to my decision-making process. So if I'm going to do something, I'm fully committed to it. And that is the instance with my gym. The second part, which I mentioned, was gratitude. And I think that this is something that is so deeply undervalued. People are not grateful enough. When I look, like there's this old guy at the gym that I go to. Um, shout out to the old guy. I don't know who he's, who he is or what his name is. Excuse me, but he's, he's like probably mid-70s. And he's still there going for his run. He's still there doing foam rollers. He's still there lifting weights. Not warranted. He's not picking up as heavy weights as maybe a 20-year-old. 
but he's still fucking going to gym at 70 plus something years old or at least what i suspect he is and i'm like damn this there's people I know who are younger than that who say, oh, I can't because I don't have time and then will complain that they're not healthier or that they're overweight um, and they're still fully able to do, they're fully able-bodied. That is the point I'm trying to make. Their bodies work perfectly, right? Maybe there's aches and pains, but they have all their limbs. They're still healthy and happy. They can still do everything. They can still wipe their ass without like any pain or discomfort and they will create excuses not to get into the gym every single day. It is the biggest load of bullshit and it upsets me greatly. Now, let me clarify. If you don't want to go to gym because you don't have any interest in being healthy and happy, fine, Mazel tov, that's for you. Then don't go to gym. But don't say uh, that you're not going to gym and then turn around and complain because you're not achieving your body-based goals. Fuck you for being a lazy, worthless piece of shit. I hate it. I hate complaining. Do whatever you want to do. Just don't make excuses and then turn around and complain. That is pathetic. Take that in. That is pathetic. It really gasses me up. You see that, or there's another guy who comes with a trainer. He's in a wheelchair. He's missing a leg. And he squats. He bench presses. He does, he does exercises I don't even do. I don't hear any complaining on his part. He's in the gym four to five times a week. I see him there. It's amazing what you do when you stop fucking complaining and you just get to work. So that's what motivates me. It's gratitude and my binary decision to do it every single day. Once I'm committed to something, I'm going to be committed uh, permanently. So Anna, that's a big thank you for that question. Um, I think it's, it's important for you, whoever is consuming this, to be able to audit yourself. Understand, do you need to be doing something every single day or are you happy to do it three or four times a day? But they, uh, three or four times a day, sorry, three or four times a week. The important point is that you are doing it based on what is being assessed for you and not doing it based on um, what you think society wants you to do or your mommy or your daddy or your great uncle Billy Bob. No, fuck them. Do it for yourself. And this actually leads on to the point that Alexandra, one of the other Matt attackers, um, sent in. She said, how can I or how, how do you not be scared to open up about yourself. And I think that, okay, maybe this is her goal. I don't know, I haven't chatted to her in detail about this. Um, but if you're concerned or worried about opening up about being yourself, there needs to be incentive for why you're doing this. Are you wanting to connect with people? Are you wanting to uh, develop an audience? Or are you wanting to, to tell a story? Why are you wanting to open up? You know, what what is it about you? Or what element of you are you wanting to share? And then what you need to do is you need to find value in helping others and let me explain what i mean here the content i put out my daily vlogs some of them are shit like it's literally me waking up in the morning drinking coffee editing vlogs and then like going to gym and then going to sleep for clarity for those of you that aren't a regular uh, consumer of my content i've got an, a daily episode that goes live on both youtube and on facebook called matt ross daily and it's where i daily document everything i do in my life so that gives you context on that those episodes can be boring as shit but I know that there are mad attackers, people who consume my content, who will find value in it. And so there's reasoning for me to open up and share this. And so for you, Alexandra, who's listening to this, there's reasonings for me to open up and share this because I know that it is going to help. It is going to benefit somebody else. And so when you do it to, for the purpose of serving other people, then it's not as scary to open up. Because you're not doing it out of a selfish thing, even though you are. You know what I mean? 
so you're doing it to help other people but it also has benefit to you and i think that that is that's really beautiful when people can do it like that so i hope that answers it like you need to find a reasoning why you're doing what you're doing okay let's hop into another one of these questions that were submitted about goals taryn asks uh what are the first steps to take to start a blog okay once again it comes down to purpose reasoning why why are you starting a blog are you starting a blog because you want to be famous and make money and chase clout or is there some deeper reasoning for why you wanting to do this and don't get me wrong i have all for fucking chase cl uh, cloud chasing when i started my youtube channel i was doing pranks like kisses and slaps videos and some other mickey mouse bubblegum bullshit in and around UCT, which is the University of Cape Town. I didn't even attend the damn university. I got in, but I didn't attend. Um, I was an enrolled student, and I was walking around filming silly little videos because I thought it would be what makes me famous and stuff like that. And my channel didn't grow at all. And now I've got a reasoning. I'm there to inspire people, and I'm there to travel the world and share that with my audience. And so there's reasoning for it. So I think if you wanted to start a blog, you need to have a why. Why are you doing this? Are you wanting to run an NGO that is based around saving uh, Galapagos turtles in the Galapagos Islands? Are you wanting to start a blog because you feel that you are the best men's groomer and you have the best information in the world about how to shape and contour your beard, you know, or beards for all men? Are you doing it because you, you know why you're doing it. Once you've got a reasoning why you're doing it, then I think it's good. Uh, th that's a good base to have. I think a lot of people start with wrong intentions or with no reasoning for, for why the fuck they are doing what they're doing. So I think before you start anything, whether it's a blog, YouTube channel, Instagram account, uh, any of these things, you need to have a reasoning for why you are doing what you were doing. And it's a great question. I'm glad that you sent that in. Once you've got your why, any recommend i'm going to read this again first steps to be taken to start a blog okay get your reasoning why the fuck you're doing what you're doing cool you got that reasoning then fucking start it's not complicated guys want to start a youtube channel go on to google google how to start a youtube channel if you're physically confused about the logistics side of it like what to type in how to start a gmail account how to start a google account how to start a youtube channel in in terms of the nitty-gritty shit if you don't know how to do that Google that shit. I think so many people when and I don't know if this is the case for you Terrence, so I'm not uh, don't get me wrong I'm not I'm not shouting at you or complaining uh, or uh, criticizing you specifically but I think that there's a lot of people who they ask questions like this because they're looking for permission from somebody uh, an online personality or I don't know, their mom or their dad or something to give them permission and say, sure, honey, yeah, you should go for it. Like, you don't need permission from anybody except yourself. You don't need permission from anybody except yourself. I repeated that because it's important. So many people are wasting time searching for the approval from people who are close to them who ultimately just want to see them happy and doing what they love. So just do what the fuck you want to do anyway. And secondary... Secondly, from people who don't truly give a shit about them, friends, a girl that they're trying to impress, all of these sort of things, and you're waiting, you're postponing, you're pondering, and you're wasting limited time on this planet, wondering whether or not you should get started, instead of getting started and finding out if you're good or not. You're wasting time. 
upsets me, man. We've got such a limited time on this planet. Please understand that. Please understand that you do not need permission. If you want to do something, do it. The regret of not having done it is far worse than, I don't know, Sarah92 on Instagram's opinion of you. Fuck you, Sarah. Alright? You guys feel me? You understand? Super important. Then once you've got your, your reasoning, get started. Don't be too critical about your first blog post or your first Instagram post or your first YouTube video. Understand that it's likely going to be shit. And then once you've got your first post out, you know what you should do? You should listen to your audience. See what they have to say. Are they saying, hey, I like this part. Uh, I like that you shared that photo or that story about that part of your life. Dope. Then you need to put out more content like that because your audience is, is who you're putting the content out for. They're going to let you know if they think your content is good or bad. And so you listen to them and then you go and create more content based on that. And then you put that content out. And stop trying to be perfect. Just put out more damn content. There is no perfect in life. Perfect does not exist. Please understand that. What I think, I, Matt Ross, what I think is perfect in terms of content, a lifestyle, fashion, I don't know, health, is very different to what my mother thinks per is perfect. Or my dad or one of my followers like everybody's definition of perfect is different because perfection doesn't exist it's completely subjective you know what isn't subjective number of posts you can't debate number of posts you put out a number of posts it's non-negotiable you put out 10 posts 10 posts is better than five posts five posts is better than one and so i think you need to just put out as much content as you can about something that you give a shit about, listen to your audience, and then post more content like that. And that's the cycle you need to get in. So um, in terms of how to start a blog, I think, I don't know, I would put my money on that. You're wondering whether or not you should start um, because it's really not difficult to do anything anymore. Not with, not with internet access. Once you've got the internet, you can do anything you want to. You just, you just damn Google it. It's not that complicated. Want to start a podcast? Google how to start a podcast. That's what I did. And now I'm sitting in my room with a bed that I recently bought with fucking GarageBand, which I downloaded offline. Um, I mean, I downloaded online. I got a microphone that I bought from a shop and I'm recording onto that. Boom, I started my podcast. Bada bim, bada boom. I researched it. I found a platform called Anchor. Anchor distributes to other platforms. We are now live on eight platforms. That's a shameless plug. Um, there, I figured it out. But you got to have a reasoning why. And so um, I hope that that brings clarity or, or kind of clears it up. I think you might just be be procrastinating. Find a reasoning and then, yeah, everything else will fall into place. You'll figure out how to do all the, the small shit. I'm still figuring it out, but I'm, I'm moving forward and that's the important point. Okay, cool. We have one final question which also came in from Alexandra. Um, she says, how to not be afraid to try new things. Okay, I touched on this earlier, I think. I did. Um, Look here, guys, anybody who's listening to this or consuming this, fearing starting or trying or doing something new, that fear 99.99% of the time exists because you're worried about the opinion of somebody else. And look here, if you do not give a shit about anybody else's opinion of you, then you do whatever you want. And it's something that I've grown into a lot more. My closest friends, right, wondered what the hell was I doing? This academic student in high school, even some of my close family. What is this guy doing? He was supposed to be a doctor. Now he's posting photos of his abs on Instagram. What is going on? But eventually I saw that five minutes later, 
they were back to living their own lives, back to their corporate jobs, back to going for drinks every Friday, going back to posting shit about, oh, I can't wait for the weekend. And I started seeing that they didn't actually care what I was up to. They didn't truly care what I was up to. Same thing for these close family members. They might pass their critique, and then two minutes later, they're onto their own thing again, focused on their own lives, doing their own thing. And so when I started to realize this, that they didn't really, even the people close to me, they didn't really give a shit what I was doing. Then I started doing things for me and not for them. And so I think when you are able to understand and realize that you need to do what you need to do for the sake of you and fuck everybody else's opinion or thoughts about what you should be doing because two minutes later they're going to be doing their own thing that things become so much easier and please understand that if you are whatever your goal is i do not give a shit whatever your goal is that when you wake up at 90 years old right and you can't wipe your ass like we were speaking about previously and you're not physically able to go out and attack whatever your goals are that the opinion of your aunt that the opinion of johnny92 on instagram is not going to matter the regret that is sitting in your heart and in your mind of not having gone for whatever the fuck you wanted to achieve is going to weigh on you much more heavily than anybody else's goddamn opinion of what you are doing with your life please understand that their opinions do not matter and when you can truly realize that, then you can go for what the fuck you want to in life. Because regret is poison and it should be everybody's main focus, main obligation is to remove as much regret out of their lives as possible. Because there will come a time when you will be lying on your back wishing you had done some shit that you can no longer do. And that is fucking scary. That is a lot more scary than the opinion of people who do not give a shit about you. And I think that that's actually one hell of a way to finish up this uh, pod session. Guys, please understand that. Please go and figure out what the hell you actually wanted to do with your lives. We only have one chance at this amazing thing. And it's a cliche. And it sounds cheesy as fuck. But it is a cliche for a reason. It's the truth. Please go and take some time. Sit in a quiet room. Figure out what the fuck you were doing with yourself. Um... And if you're not sure of that, I want to include this point as well. If you're dabbling with a few different ideas, then flirt with a different uh, flirt with different ideas. If you want to do fashion, but you also kind of like doing art, and you're young and you're not sure, um, or how, even if you're 40 and you're not sure, if you like doing, I don't know, maybe you kind of like growing weed, but you also kind of enjoy landscaping, but you also kind of are really good with mechanics, and you want uh, you want to kind of do all of them, then do all of those different passions, but do it for you. And do it for the sake of not having any regrets because it's scary as shit. Um, I also remember that there was one DM that came in uh, from a friend of mine, John Henry. Um, he said, speak about the uh, process um, of it versus uh, versus just the end result. And I think that that should be standard for any goal is, um, look, you shouldn't be doing it just to, uh, maybe your micro goals. I know I'm, I'm bouncing around here. Maybe your micro goals, like my goal to achieve 10,000 followers on Instagram. There's reasoning for that. I want to be able to activate the swipe up feature. But overall, the goals that I have chosen, inspiring people and traveling the world, can never be achieved 
and I like that he brought up this point. Big shout out to him. We've modeled together. We worked the beefcakes together as a barter and uh, waiters slash strippers, which was a great time. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I want to talk on this point is um, the journey that setting a goal that you can never achieve um, is, is a great way to do it because by never being able to complete it, Every single day of your life from wherever you are now, whether you are 62 and have just retired or whether you are 17 years old um, and you're about to write your matric finals, regardless of where you are, being able to wake up every day and be able to work towards work towards something that matters to you without ever being able to achieve it and being enjoying that process every single day like i love waking up and knowing that there's always going to be another question or there's always going to be a new country to go to or a new place to see or new food to try or you know new tips to give to someone or new questions to ask or, or direct people to because i've always got something i can wake up and i'm excited to do then i'm always motivated my goal consists uh, persists throughout my life and i think that if you can rig and when i say rig i mean you're setting it up in this way when you can rig the game like this then you're almost guaranteed to be happy every single day. Um, apart from okay, if if your loved ones die or something or something tragic happens, like I understand, not every day is going to be the best day ever. But if you can rig it like that, then you're going to be a lot happier overall. And isn't that the like ultimate fucking goal? So um, yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed this pod session. It's just a a thought that has been going on in my mind, and I wanted to uh, to sit down here, drink some coffee, and um. Just chat to you guys because I think it's, uh, I don't know, I think it might help some of you guys. I do want to end this up by saying a huge thank you to every single one of you who watched this or listened to this. Um, yeah, as I mentioned in the beginning, we are live on so many platforms. Just going to run through them quickly just so that if you are consuming this on one but you prefer to do another, then you can check that out. We are live on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, we are live on Heart Radio, I think it's called. We are live on Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, also live on Breaker, I believe. Um, and there's one more that escapes me. But yeah, we're live everywhere. Guys, if you could, please share this with somebody who you think it would help or benefit. Um, leave a review. I know some of these platforms, you can leave a review, give it a thumbs up. And most importantly, please hit the damn subscribe button. So every time I drop a new podcast, which is every two weeks, um, that you will get notified of that. Also, on my website, www.mattrossofficial.com, uh, if you go onto the podcast tab, you will see that there's a schedule of every date that a new podcast will be dropping. So if you want to check that out, then please feel free. But guys, yeah, a huge thank you for watching this. Um, your attention and your support means the absolute damn world to me. And I hope that in some way uh, this added value to you. Guys, a huge thank you for watching or listening to another pod session uh, of In Your Ears with Matt Ross. I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.